Testing, testing. Testing, testing. That during when you guys worked together, did you get no, those? Got, got along good. It was mellow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she yeah. seems like she could be a tough lady. She's Italian. No, is that what it is? She's <laughs> Italian. Don't screw with Italian. So she whips you in shape. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you, uh, some words to describe Mr. Novak. He's the godfather of sanity. He's the godfather of sanity. Yes, he is. Yeah. I like that. Does yeah. he know that? I don't know. I don't. I, 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 it's a good question. You know him as well as anybody, yeah. but yeah. He's a very generous person. Yeah, he is. I don't know if he he he, he has he a doesn't get credit for it. Yeah, because he has a lot of bravado, but I don't know if he really knows. Maybe I don't know. It's a good question about if he really knows. H- how many boards do you think you've you've shaped since you started? Um, back in 1961. Probably about thirty thousand. And do you have that all every one of them logged? I haven't logged since '65. 65. So anyone who's gotten a surfboard from you since 1965, you could be like, hey, that one board, Doug, was magic. And you'd be like, gotcha. No, I couldn't do that. Oh. I can now, though. Yes, with the software. Yes. Awesome. Because it's that's one of the reasons I got into this software, because my shapes and designs will be forever. Right. I mean, I could be, I'm going to be gone, but all my shapes will still be there. Right. And people have access to those. They can download it shape it out on the machine and there it is great point it's almost like you're the bands that's like the if you were a band that's your recordings my recordings yeah yeah that will live on for the prosperity yeah Yeah. are they safe is it like on a laptop that that the russians can hack okay i've got them on that's a really good point. Just want to let people know listening to off the radio show it's a show number 340 352 you and I done, TC. Uh, no, uh, Santa Cruz Waves is in and there. And you can watch the show live on Santa Cruz Waves. Yep. You can listen to it on offletradio.com, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes. Are you going to do uh, oh. a commercial break? Yeah. And I'll, what I'll do is I'll look and see if we have any questions from our viewers, if you do, in there. Okay. Keep go- keep one more question. Well, okay. One more question. I have my next question is um, when you and uh, you, you started NHS with Rich, um, and before that, you guys were doing your surf. Well, is NHS, was that also your fiberglass uh, wholesale business? It was a distribution business. For surfboards, fiberglass blanks, fiberglass everything. Yeah. And you guys started building s- skateboards, and then you, you and Rich, uh, he, they bought you out, whatever happened. And, but you started Hout Skateboards. Uh, with a guy named Bob Skinner. And, uh, and y- you, you, there were Hout Skateboards, and you had a Lama Glass. Lambaflex, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, Lambaflex. Who came up with that? Um, that's a good question. I think I did. Did you <laughs> come up with that? I think so. Lambaflex. Yeah. And that was like your uh, technology, was, or was yeah. as a, your buzz name. Well, there was, uh, we had this uh, guy in Wisconsin was building a core, and it was a uh, different, different plywoods and different flex patterns. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And it was funny I say Lama Glass because that's the fishing poles, but it, which was amazing that yeah. th- that my years. And Kevin Reed was involved in that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and some great skaters. Well, we had some of the best skaters around here. Who were they? Was there a Cahill on there, too? Um, you had some good I skateboarding. Had, uh, yeah. Of course, Kevin Reed comes to the, the, the my mind because oh, yeah. he just dominated SoCal Skate Park. 
uh, it was way ahead of his time in surfboard surfing. Kevin Nicola was the guy. He was a freak athlete. Oh, really? Can you talk about the beginning the when NHS formed? Can you talk about the, the uh, any conversation you know the conversation you had with, with Rich at that time, or h- how the whole f- how NHS came how NHS came about? Because it's a big it's a significant part of Santa Cruz and the building that we're in. It just it was just an, the company just evolved. Um, uh, th- I think the thing that really kicked it off was the uh, uh, wheels. Road riders. That's what kicked mm-hmm. off. And then, because uh, I don't know that much about the history of it, but I know that's where it started. Right. And yeah. Then, um, and that's what got the thing going. So. Well, I know there was a story that uh, Jimmy Hoffman got some fiberglass for Novak or something, or Novak bought some fiberglass, and then Hoffman found a s- someone who needed skateboards, and they bu- got some skateboards. But I don't know. And, and uh, Rich always says, Doug just wanted to shape boards. That's right. I do. Yeah. I'm not a very good businessman. I'm more of a, I'm, he always tells me, you're the artist. I said, okay, I'm the artist. But he's the businessman. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't really, when you were in the, um, when you when you got into the Surfboard Hall of Fame, I don't think anybody was more proud of you than, than Novak was. Oh, yeah, he was stoked. I mean, he was, I know he went with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally stoked. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, Bob Bolin does that, the Greek down in Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> it's a, um, title of it, but it's uh, it's the uh, recognized shapers throughout the world. Right. And uh, and it goes on every year. They have inductees every year, three or four or whatever. And then um, it's just kind of a cool thing. Well, you know, earlier I, I was bragging to this customer who came into the store about that's Doug Hout, Hall of Fame surfboard <laughs> shaper. And you're like, everybody's going to be in there. No, Doug. Nobody's Everyone's gonna not going to get in there. No. That's very prestigious. And uh, and uh, the well, fact there's a, there's a ton of good shapers in the world. There is no, I agree, there is. But to make it to the Hall of Fame, up. well, it's a time thing. If you were going to have someone shape you a board, who would that be? Mm. That's a good question. Maybe know. they don't have I'd to have be to alive, but I'd have, I'd have to think about it. Top of your head, real quick, who would that be? Um, I don't know, probably Mike Schiffenberger. Mm. He was one of my mentors. Learned a lot from him, so yeah, he's yeah. He well, it seems like a, he helped a lot of people. His name comes up. Yeah, he's the diff. Well, he's probably the uh, really under uh, what do you call it? Um, he wasn't really didn't get the fame he deserved. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, but in my book, he's really good. Uh, was there ever a time that you said, "I'm going to leave Santa Cruz and go somewhere else"? I did. <laughs> Hawaii? <laughs> I went to Hawaii. Yeah, but you came back. Yeah, I had a I had a strong pull to come back here, and was was it? I don't know. What your it wife? Was. No, no. Oh, okay. Them, no. Oh, okay. No, it was. Um, I just there's something about this town that just drew me here, and I had to be here. Well, I think especially back then. Yeah. You know, now it's a little. I always say the the Googlers took over. You know, yeah, know. so it's changed. The Googlers. <laughs> It's like the Eagles said, right? You, you can check out, but you can never leave. Right. Right? Well, and I think we've grown up, people who live in Santa Cruz, they travel the world. I've known so many people who have grown up here. They travel the world, and they uh, most come back yeah. because they've went to the world, and they figured out, you know, it's I'm so comfortable here in Santa Cruz. It's got everything I need. Well, it's, it's, <coughs> excuse me. it's got the nicest weather, year-round weather. It's not too hot. It's 
theatrical. Right. And your culture, everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. No. We face south. Shh, don't tell anybody. We're a south-facing beach mm-hmm. with kelp. Let me ask this. When we had Harry Mayo and Bob Rittenhouse and Doug Thorne mm-hmm. on, the st- on the show, mm-hmm. uh, we've o- TC and I have always asked people, especially our seasoned guests, their, their most favorite decade. But I asked Bob Rittenhouse and Doug Thorne and, and Harry Mayo, what was their favorite day? And they all three of them remembered a certain day surfing that it was, it was like, they remembered it like it was yesterday. Do you, do you remember, do you have a favorite day or do you remember, or, or how, do you have a favorite day surfing that you can remember? No, there's too many of them. <laughs> there's too many of them. There's, there wasn't one like uh, South Pacific. Well, there's like I said, there's so many of them, like surfing number threes in Honolulu, right. which epic, you know. I've got Wanakea epic, I've got Sunset epic, I've got, I've got, you know, Fiji epic, I've got. Yeah, I've you've been so doing this a while. Yeah, there's yeah. so many of them. I was just like. Well, if there was a day, let's make a quick a quick scenario. I have a duck pond full of the fattest ducks ever. I got a mountain with beautiful powder snow. I got a river in Alaska with salmon flying out of it. I got the lane at six feet and nobody's out. I already did that. Where are you going? <laughs> Which okay, you can, you, you're, it's, it's, this is, yeah, this is, he's got every one of them. But if you, if, if you had to wake up in the morning and those were your choices, where would you go? What would be, you got a duck pond with the fattest ducks ever. You got a river with salmon jumping everywhere. I think I like the warm water. <laughs> go for a warm surf warm trip. Warm water surf trip, yeah. Yeah. You recently had some shoulder issues. Are, are you good? I had two operations. Are you back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paddling? Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I was worried. You had one time I remember you were saying, I'm, I don't care. I'm going to kneeboard if I have to. I tried it, but I quit. <laughs> yeah. I did it one day, and I went, you know what? I don't think this works out for me too good. It just takes too long to get back out. <laughs> oh, so you're, you just click, click, click. Yeah. It's like driving a Model A out to the lineup. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, I can't do this. One I'm day you were a kneeboarder? Yeah. yeah. Your entire life, yeah. dug out. One day kneeboarder. That's it. Well, you yeah. never see him anymore. CC, is there any questions that went around? we do. This this portion of the Authentic Video Show is brought to you by the Captain John Repair of Caldwell Banker, Skipper the Chardonnay for all real estate needs. He welcomes you to give him a call. I don't have his number, but you can catch him at Santa Cruz Homes by CaptainJohnRibera.com. Also, Emily from Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery, right down the street from the house surf shop. Man, loving the amber. Thanks, Emily. Sean Rovi would continue to just rip him apart. Don't we, TC? Oh, yeah. He's, co- he's going to come He's gonna come on the show and retaliate, but I want to thank Sean from Farmers Insurance. Give him a call. Yes, he's still stealing all my waves at 462-3222. Also, uh, Surf City Sandwich. Fixed Places had the some of the best sandwiches in town loca- located at the top of 41st Avenue. For the menu, go to surfcitysandwich.com. TC and I just left there. I want to thank Brother Timmy. For hooking us up, uh, where TC and I meet before every show, it's Pono Hawaiian Taproom in Capitola. Also, Chilla Cafe, where they roll the fatties. They roll the freaking fatties. Also, Beach Nest Vacation Rounds. If you wanted the perfect vacation pad in Santa Cruz, no better folks to call than BeachNest.com. Also, the Harbor Cafe on 17th Avenue for the best breakfast in town. Man, the Belgian waffles, TC. I had them the other day. And the Bloody Marys. Holy shit, are they good. It's a Santa Cruz staple for the past 50 years. It's a Harbor Cafe in Santa Cruz. And uh, last but not least, for the time being, H&H Fish. I invited, 
I got crab the other day, right? So I invited my son. Yeah. God bless him and his and his fiance Molly, right? Fresh Dungeness crab. Ooh. They were. Mm-hmm. I, got, I walk in there and they go. Heidi goes. You got to get some. Forget the fish. Mm-hmm. Get the crab. Invite my son. He comes. You know what he comes to dinner with? Crab? A Stanley Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Did you grab him out of the tank yourself live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you oh, reached yeah. in and got him? No, no, no. So the kid did. Oh, I'd love to see got one on each son. That'd be yeah. awesome. And then Quinn came with a hammer. So I uh, <laughs> want to thank H&H Fish for uh, being a part of the show. If you want some fresh, ca- fresh crab, grab it right now from H&H Fish right below Johnny's uh, at Harborside in the Santa Cruz Harbor. Mm-hmm. Our guest tonight on the Off the Minute Show is the one and only Hall of Famer, yeah. Gentleman Scholar, Mr. Doug Hout, mm-hmm. his, his ninth appearance on the. Remember that? Remember that show we had, Doug, with all the, the, the you haven't seen. Who was that you hadn't seen in fifty years? That came on the show. Remember from Ho- he, the shape of the from Hawaii. What was his? Kenny Tilton. Oh Kenny, yeah, Tilton. Kenny Tilton. Remember Tilton. that? Remember yeah. how those guys yeah. came on the show? Remember another one of my mentors. I used yeah. to work. I first met him in Hawaii. I was working for this uh, shop in Honolulu, an inner island surf shop, and he was one of the shapers there, and I was doing the sanding and. And uh, I was doing all kinds of stuff there. I, I started from the beginning and worked my way through all the processes. And uh, we c- became good friends. And then when he came to Santa Cruz, um, he started a, a surf shop uh, with one of my ex-riders, uh, Davy Seltzer. Or Soul, it's called Soul. Yeah, they have, we got yeah. one of them up on the roof yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, he's a great guy, great guy. Tilton Seltzer Surfboard or something they called that. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, he's he's one of those guys that never really stopped shaping, huh? He's still he kind of shaped no, the whole time through. He's still shaping. He's he's been doing a really a lot of really uh, exotic woodboards. Uh, he's part time living in Philippines, and he goes to Hawaii. But he's been doing um, some really beautiful, right, old classic uh, woodboards. How long has there been a house shop on Swift Street here in Santa a long Cruz? Time. When did you first get in that property? Uh, it was. was after 69. So the longest of any shop yeah. in this town. Yeah. I mean, that is like a monument. Well, I don't, I don't know if the O'Neill was there before me. I'm not sure. But, uh, but we had we had the we had the shop over here uh, behind the pin symbol mm-hmm. in Portola. And that burnt down in 69. I was in Puerto Rico at the time. <laughs> that sounds safe, right? Vacation. We won't ask what was going on in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so when that place burned down, I opened up this shop right over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess the building's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we stayed there for quite a while. Next door. Yeah. And that one burned down too, right? No. Oh, okay. That was later. Yeah, there was one burnt down there. One, in, I thought it was. No, no. The only one that burnt down was the one over here. And uh, but then I got the shop over on the west side, uh, Steve Schofield's old shop. He was making boards out of there, so I stepped into that. And then because uh, he stopped doing it, and then um, I've been there ever since. Wow. So I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. For one sh- one building. Yeah. I don't know if there's a been a surf building longer. Yeah. Ask a question. Let's say you let's say you you uh, woke up one morning, woke up tomorrow morning, and go, I'm I'm done shaping boards. I'm gonna build one final final board, and that's the the curtain's gonna close on Doug Houch surfing, p- shaping boards. What board would that be? What board would you shape to be the big, the final, the final final, the last hurrah? 
probably probably a wood board. You know, couple couple balsa boards. I'd like to do a bump. I'd like to do about a two eighty balsa board. So why po- why why is balsa important to you? Because they're so beautiful. Right. They're so beautiful, and they're, they're beautiful on the wall. You know, just a piece of art. They're gorgeous. You've done a lot of balsa work. Yeah. You mean I know you you are a expert on it. Yeah, it's it's time consuming, but you know it's. Guys want to pay the money, they're, they're, they're not cheap. Yeah. Not cheap at all. So you'll make one. If somebody says to you, hey, Doug, I want a balsa. I don't know. I'm not going to say what the, the cost. It could be $10,000. I don't know. Probably more. I don't know. But you will you will make a, a balsa board if a customer oh is yeah. willing to oh pay? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the problem making it. It's the problem getting, getting, the wood. getting the wood. Right. That's the problem. But yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm I heard there's somebody that has wood. Someone there's a lot of people that yeah, have wood. They're not giving it up. Them, just getting them to cut it out right. Yeah. Right. Glue it up right. Can I talk about? Can I ask you a question about a couple of people that aren't here anymore, like, and they're not just your, imp, your input, your view on them. Jack O'Neill, how what, ja, how what influence Jack was in your life, or, or you on his life? Um, I actually I started working for Jack when I first started working in Santa Cruz here. Richard and I both worked for Jack. We were doing fins and cutting off fins and foiling and doing all kinds of stuff. I was doing. Deck inlays with stringers and stuff and foam, foam blanks and and then uh, Jack was good. He was a good man. Um, he did a lot for the industry. Um, that's all I can say. Yeah, Rich always says that. Uh, I'm not sure if he got fired or not, but he, but he but, but we all got fired. Yeah, he was. I think it was like <laughs> Jack said, like we need to be friends and not <laughs> in business or something, you know. <laughs> I and know. So, I but know. I know they were friends all I the way know. for the yeah, rest. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you about one more person? Johnny Rice. Great guy, great guy, great shap- shaper. Um, he was, he was an interesting person. <laughs> he's fiery little guy, wasn't he? Though huh? he's fired up. Well, he kind of went off sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, but hell of a shaper, that guy. He was for a production production shaper was insane. Right. He makes he shaped nine boards a day, ten boards a day, you know. That wow. That many? Oh yeah. Work his butt off. That's yeah, hard work. Yeah. Somebody commented earlier how uh, you gave them a tour of their shop and how important that was. Oh, really? Yeah, and I thought that that's so cool because that what made me think about your shop. But, like, the, I remember going and when, when Wally would go to Hawaii, I'd come in and polish a few boards, you know, because yeah. I think you guys, yeah. so Wally could go to Hawaii. And I remember just seeing, the, like, the walls with all the magazine clippings. Oh, yeah. and yeah. It, was, it just felt like a living museum. It was. Yeah, it really was, you know. Like, and and and, and, yeah. I, and I, I, so the people, the guy who commented, it made me think because I remember working in there and being amazed. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> that stuff just collected over the years, you know. And a uh, couple more people, uh, VC. He was a, he was a rebel in his own mind. You know, he was a very powerful person, uh, first on wheels. But a lot of those guys, they just kind of took the wrong turn and uh, didn't look out for them. Like it's right. Yeah. And Barney. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know Barney that well. You didn't know him that well? No. But he, I had a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a good kid, for sure. I'm sure a lot of people still go every day. I, they miss that guy. And it's sad to see so many people, you know, uh, fall I know. over. I know. I'm going, yeah. I'm watching these guys going down. I'm <laughs> 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 What's your secret, Doug? My time coming up here. Well, yeah. uh, marrying Italian is that what keeps I you living for a long time? <laughs> yeah. 
you went recently. You took a trip to Alaska with Rich, with Novak. Yeah. On a how was the fishing? I haven't heard talk to you about fishing that. Fishing was tough. Uh, the water was real low. The fish were real squishy. It was it was tough. That's kind of interesting because the way you go to Alaska on a fishing trip is just how a surfer goes to Tavarua on a surfing trip. You don't know if the swell's going to no, be there, the wind. Have, you don't know. It's, it's like, that's why I call it fishing, not right. catching. It's, uh, you're going on a fishing trip. Right. right. It could be good, it could be bad. Right. It's 50-50. Do you, have, do, you have as much, do you have as much fun uh, uh, whether you catch fish or not? Yeah, it's just fun. We have a good time up there. We tell right. a lot of stories. We drink a lot of wine. That's I can hear some of those stories. I heard the plane's a little heavy going up there with all the wine in it. Huh? No, <laughs> it's heavy coming back with all the fish. fish? Well, the wine's gone. And the fish are, all right, the wine's gone. We got room for fish. <laughs> How does Novak fish? I've never fished He's with good. him. He's good? He's been doing it a while, right? Do you tie his flies? I tie most of his flies. Does he be like, does he ever complain if he's not catching a fish? Hey, Doug, what are you giving me over here? <laughs> One time. One time this was really bad. <laughs> I was using stainless steel hooks, and I crimped the barb down on them because I, you know, get gets catch and release. Mm-hmm. So what I did when I crimped the barb down, I stressed out the metal. So when I hook a fish, the bottom barb would break off. Right. So they're fishing with a fly, but it's only a half circle on. Oh, so they slip right so off. After about the fifth time, they pull it Half a hook. Got a half a hook. He says, "Howard, what'd you do?" I said, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> That's a great trick. I hope he's not listening. You got to do that next time. <laughs> oh, I just I did one time. Oh, jeez. And you've been tying the, our flies. Are, is, is that like a shaping thing? Is that a mind deal? Uh, tying flies. Well, it's 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 a, it's a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're making silhouettes, you know. And right. You're making materials. You're imitating minnows and, and bait fish and. It seems like it's a, a it's, it's an art. It is an art. Yeah, I love it. It's another art thing. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for showing us the quote from Manu tonight. Well done, well done, Manu. Um, and then, uh, if for how long have you been fly fishing? Uh, you've been in it for a while. Oh, five. I started. I was fly fishing when I was a little kid. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You've been fishing your whole life. Yeah. You still have a boat, right? Uh-huh. And uh, you, I know you like fishing the lakes too. I like fishing over San Luis a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. San Luis Reservoir. I like striper. And that's a, if people don't know that spot. It's a real good uh, species for flies. They love flies. About an hour away. Yeah. No, yeah. it takes me about an hour and a half. To get there? Yeah. Okay, so an hour and a half away. Yeah. And that's a big lake. Big lake. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, I got these. I got, uh, this portion of the show is brought to you by Jeff Winterholder. I heard from Jeff the other day. Oh, he's back. Is he back? I don't know. Yeah, he sent me some texts. Yeah, phone home. Jeff, give us a call. For your new Ford, stop by and see Jeff at North Bay Ford. That's Mr. Jeff Winterholder. People's Coffee. I'm gonna start. I haven't been in there lately. Should we get Bill some coffee? No, no. Let's do it next week. We should. No, I'm next yeah, week's okay. good. Yeah. People's Coffee. Thanks, Curtis. Simply the best coffee in town, along with delicious, healthy choices to satisfy everyone. I've got to quit with the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> those croissants over there. Dude, i got to stop. I want to thank Mr. Justin from the Listing Stack for your custom-made earplugs. He was just on the show. You do not, if you don't want to go get your ears worked on, like doctor, have you had your ears, your ears worked on yet? Um, no, I'm totally blown with my ears, but I'll tell you something about listening stack. Right. My wife wants to get some plugs that um, make no noise, and she's going to go see Justin. Yeah. Perfect. For the airplane? No, just for the safety, because I'm kind of nervous. So you're, gonna, you're going down, you're taking a trip, so you're taking a trip down south, I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, we, are we going into the, <laughs> into the pharmacy like you did last <laughs> time? No, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> 
Doc, 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 he ate, he ate like four Viagra. Oh, come on, exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like, he like four of them. Well, you know, I thought it was like vitamins, you know, take a couple he extra. Thought they were fu- he thought they were fucking Advil, Doug. They didn't he, come with instructions. He ate three of them. Oh, with my. Spanish instructions, so I was like, I'll take an extra one. Three of them? Out of the room, right? oh, I was terrible. I looked in the mirror, I was all red. I want to thank Dave from the kayak connection of the Santa Cruz Harbor Mustang. A great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Uh, that would be with the s- kayak connection. Still, 25 bucks. That's a deal. At the y- today would be a beautiful day to go I'm kayaking. You, down there, amazing. Merch for socks. I got the Barney socks on. Merch for socks. Thanks, Cindy, for merch for. And also, see, have you, t- have you been to Seabright Deli yet? Dude. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You been in there? Yeah, remember they came here that night. Oh, yeah. Seabright yeah, okay. Deli. Incredible fresh d- fresh made-to-order sandwiches and salads from the local owners, Marilee and Gary. Check out their menu at seabrightdeli.com. Also, S- Jamie Janison from Santa Cruz Corps. I'll be there tomorrow morning for my massage. You're not working on your core. I'm not working on my core right now. I'm working on Gabby giving him a massage on my back. Okay. Uh, please visit SantaCruzCore.com. Our guest tonight on the Off Lit Radio Show, as we wind down, is the one and only legendary, iconic Hall of Fame surfboard shaper, the one and only Mr. Doug Hout. Mm-hmm. Take it away, TC. Oh, jeez, I tell you what. I mean, I'm just glad that normally we don't get Doug by himself, yeah. and Rich takes over and talks like crazy, you know? Well, he's got a lot to say. He does. No, he likes Godfather. to... He, yeah, he likes to. Yeah, I know. And it's funny the Godfather, because I think that's a great way to um, quote how he is and his position in this town. Um, as far as the future in you and surfboard design, do you still lay in bed at night and wake up and like get excited about something or uh, design wise? Do you, are you do you still have the fire? Uh, it's it's ebbing, but I still I still do have dreams about boards, and um, when I'm working on one board it'll inspire me to do another board because it's just like it just keeps moving right designs keep moving so i'll cut one board out and i go yeah that looks really good and then i go let's maybe change this a little bit here and maybe change this a little bit but i can visually see it on my computer screen you know right and then when i cut it out i see it and i go "Eh, it's not quite what i thought it was and then i go back and change it on the screen again and so that I just get, I just fine tune it all. The, I'm always fine tuning. Well, I saw the last time I got that, I got a, 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 that nine six stinger oh I got from you. That's a good. Board. That's a and, and when I when that's I, a good board. I know, and and when when I got that from you, you were so excited about it. Oh yeah, because well, it's, it's a good board. No, it's amazing. I'm glad you got it. No, it's a, no that board's amazing. I can stand in one spot. I, I got it from Doug. It's an amazing board. I'm, I mean, it literally is like, uh, you feel. I can feel how good the board that's is just by touching that's it. That's one of my magic boards. I, I really I really like that. You know what's amazing about it is you can stand in one place and do every turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, and and, and, and it, it, to me that's a magic board is when you can do that. And you can g- walk but up on it. Six, but it's 9.6. Nine six. Yeah, and it catches them. So it has rocker, and it's got yeah. double barrel concave, and it just has, has all the stuff that you want and then it also what i've noticed is that when you get up on the white water with it it does really good on the white water too and i think maybe the double barrel on that but it's like it's un- i can keep it in control up there and uh it's is that the newest sort of thing you're working on in longboards right now no what, what i'm doing right now is it's really um, a lot of the old designs are coming back into vogue again and they're getting popular but um 
I've, I've been re- redesigning my bump board. Oh, the and, bump. And Describe and the, for, for people who don't know. What's the, bump the bump was that he had a drop in the well deck, what right? It is, it's basically at the high point of surfboard design, longboard design, in I think it was right before they went out of vogue. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like the late '60s, early '70s, as shortboards came in. But the longboard riders wanted a board that would be really manu- maneuverable. And so what we were trying to do is get a board that could do bottom turns, come up, do off the lip with it, but a longboard. Right. And most of the boards that were designed were pretty much blank, pretty flat rockers. So they didn't have that re-entry angle. And they said this, they always bury them. Right. So when you did the bump, you had a little bit more nose rocker in it, and you scooped out the deck foam. So you'd have uh, the first third of the board would be a lot less volume. So when you're on the back of the board, your swing weight would be really good. You could swing from left to right, right, right to left, because right. there was no weight up there. Right. So right. The, they're really responsive, and that was a really good maneuver. It's kind of like a dugout canoe almost. You're taking the mass right. out, but yeah. the bottom, yeah, yeah. Right. it's like a there. dugout, like dug out, get it? But, but the swing weight was there too. You could swing from, you could do a third left and swing it back right and come back again. So that board has a very retro look. Yeah, but it's but it's but a modern. You're putting yeah, you're putting a modern touch yeah, on it now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So the top half yeah, it looks like I'm a. Really a excited about it. Well, that's cool because that's really fashionable in surfing right now. Yeah. Is to um, have a retro thing, but when you when you can add that performance bottom to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many different designs out there. It's really hard to pinpoint what's happening. I just call them the flavor of the month or whatever. Well, the soybean was your design, right? Yeah. That board seems like it's really on point well with modern surfboards. Well, that was way ahead of time. Uh, the, well, I see a lot of boards now made just like it. A lot of guys are using that same design. It was a, I designed that to have a, a real easy entry, uh, real easy to ride, uh, real kind of go-to board for any kind of surf conditions right. and you could get on it and just ride it you know it's no big learning curve and it was just a real fun board now i know santa cruz surfboards currently is not uh distributed here in the u.s yeah. and that might change in the future yeah. but as far as the rest of the world goes they're still producing surfboards and you're well, designing there's, those there's, a, there's an outfit in japan that has took it over and they're doing uh, they you know, they got some more of my newer designs and they're going to be distributing throughout uh, europe and I ordered one. You did? Yeah. A bumpy board? No, a soybean with a wood deck. Oh, yeah, that's what they have now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I ordered it just a couple of days ago. I Because because I own a skateboard shop, I have access to the NHS yeah, the computer. The, the, whole, the whole 220 line is going to be a lot of, uh, lot of uh, wood. Wood deck. That's a yeah. dark wood. I mean, yeah. for anybody listening, this board's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I'll surf it. That but it's beautiful. It's, a, it's last year model. five ten with wood inlay, dark wood. It might yeah, be last year's. I've never seen it before. Yeah, they haven't come out with the new one for sure. Okay, well it's last year's board, but it, to me it's beautiful looking. Yeah. That wood deck and it says Howard on there. It's beautiful. I saw it. I bought one. Oh good. Yeah, I can't wait. Do you think this should, this should be a movie? Do you think, Doug, with you, and Rich, you and Rich's life? Do you think it'll be? I wonder who would play Doug. Huh? Who would play you in a movie? Do you have a favorite who could play you? Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci, you yeah. think? Yeah. How about Joe Jack Pesci. Nicholson, if we cleaned up Jack Nicholson yeah, no, a little Joe bit? Pesci like a clean Jack. Joe Pesci would be Doug Howard. 
Who played Rich is another thing. Oh, that's a good, huh? yeah. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. There's only one person. There's only one person could play that could play. Jack Nicholson would have to be. Would be. Play, uh, for, have Forrest Gump do it. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks could play Novak. I think great. First off, he's a great actor. He's six one or something. Well, we start off the decade with you. Actually, Tom Hanks. Speaking of him, we were in Fiji and they were filming that one show. Of oh, right, the movie show. He was the well, he was ca- Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, they were filming it there. While you were in Fiji. Yeah, and we got the meeting. We talked to him. He, he was staying there too. Oh, and really? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty cool. And have you made some surfboards for famous people ever? Is there like one in particular we should know about? Yeah, I made I made uh, uh, Neil Young. I made him a board. Really? Yeah. And you met him? Obviously. No, I didn't meet him. I oh, didn't get no, to meet I didn't him. Meet him no. Oh, okay. And I met a, I met uh, I mean I made a board for um, uh, what's this guy's name? He's got a TV show. He's a he's a, he's like the enforcer down there, the cleanup guy in Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Okay, but anyways, I mean, you know what's funny about that? As we say that about him, he probably was like, I met Doug Hout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. That's how I think I'd see it. If, uh, when you, because you're just a normal human. Anyway. But some famous people get boards from oh, Doug yeah, Hout. Yeah, 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 of course. And how many boards are left in Doug Hout? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So, I mean, because I, 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 I think I want to get an, a, a backup for my stinger. Yeah, so I'll put the order in after we finish up the show tonight. Yeah. But, if, but I mean, but. You make me a paddle board, though. No. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I did. You did? You made Rich one, didn't you? <laughs> I made a couple. Did you? Yeah. I think I saw, I saw him once in there. Yeah. I remember seeing those. But the funny thing about making those things is when you're shaping them, yeah. you can't get your hands on both sides of the fuel and the nails. <laughs> yeah. Because it's right. so wide. It's like a good woman. Is <laughs> 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 we're going there now? I don't know. <laughs> Back to the bikini? <laughs> Susie. So we start off the, the start the decade, mm-hmm. 2020 with Doug Hout, yes, and he's he hopefully you know, God bless him. We'll be here, have another show this year with Doug and Rich. Mm-hmm. Come back. Doug, any shout outs to people in your life you want to mention right now? Is there anyone that you want to say hi to? Oh, geez, uh, so many of my everybody. Hope everybody has a happy New Year's and hope we still have some years left in our lives. So. Yeah, well, we Just look forward to get st- keep the stove. Yeah, no, I agree, and we look forward stove. to getting Doug back. I mean, I, you're you're a staple to the show, and it's yeah. always an honor to yeah. have you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's a t- I always say it's the legend Doug Hout, and uh, and the fact you that you, talk, you, I told you Doug oh, I always know for sure it's awesome to have Doug here, and uh, you're, uh, you are a gift to this town. Oh, thank you. And uh, and I just I, I I think in how many people got like a perfect barrel on your boards over the years <laughs> and came out so stoked. Yeah. And what you just said about staying stoked, yeah. imagine how many stoked people you've helped out. Wow. So you see, the next help that's going to be on the show is this miss, the, the wife. you got to get her on. Yeah, I'm working on She's it. She's got some good stories. No, I'm working on her. Yeah. I've been working on her for a while. I just want her and stand I'm up back from his birthday oh party. My, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that. my God! <laughs> Comedy act. She roasted your ass. No, she roasted did. Yes. Yeah, you deserved it too. <laughs> you in the court. You in the back, <laughs> cowering. <laughs> even oh, what's funny is even Rich goes. I can't even go up on stage after that. Oh my God. Susie Hout went up on stage <laughs> and, roast. and roast. It was supposed to be a toast. It turned into the biggest roast, roast ever. Roast. Yeah. I didn't know she had that in her. She dominated. Sleeper. Yeah. No, that was like a stand-up. She knows, but she'd been boiling for years. She let a lot of steam she off. Boiling for <laughs> y- she'd been boiling for years. So we got to get Susie on the show. Yep. 
and uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll let you in. Probably not, but we got to get Susie you on. Might here. have them both on. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Brianna, yeah. oh Brianna too. <laughs> You've been listening to the Offit Radio Show right here, uh, broadcasting live from the Santa, beautiful Santa Cruz boardroom, and this is show number three hundred and fifty-two. And you can catch the show live on AuthorRadio.com, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Pandora, even. Google Podcast, you can watch your video live on Santa Cruz Waves. Want to thank everyone for listening. Want to thank TC and above all, want to thank Mr. Doug Hell. Thank you. Doug Hell, the legend. Thank you guys. I'll go around here and turn this off. Who's on our next show, Neil? Uh, Amy from uh, Amy Baldwin from Pure Pleasure in the Shameless Sex Podcast. <laughs> it actually stopped already. It did it? Did it really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It was. I went and looked. It's gone almost all the time.